Hey, Michael. Hello, Patrick. How are you? I'm very well, my man. How are you? Doing okay. Doing okay. Great. Wanted to uh, uh, discuss something I've, I I wrote about to the patrons' letter. Mm-hmm. I did post a a essay on this uh, to Minimal Mac, uh, but I I know that there are some listeners that don't listen to or don't aren't patrons and don't read Minimal Mac. Um, you know that there is a subset of folks that only listen to this podcast. And also, as well, um, a lot of our listeners really enjoyed, and we got a lot of great feedback about the um, the TV and the Microsoft posts. And I think we spoke about we were going to talk about this um, on an episode a couple of weeks back. I yeah, think. yeah, 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 yeah. But you hadn't read it yet, and so nope. we kind of held off. Um, and so, just a warning up front to folks that you know, I mean, this may be well tread ground for you, uh, and that's okay. And I'm now, once again, you know, that sound you hear is me opening up the emergency clown nose. Um, <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> I was traveling out to Washington, D.C. recently, as many folks know. Uh, mm-hmm. My dad had a fairly serious heart issue that required me to uh, very quickly get on a plane and get out to Washington, D.C., where he lives. And, uh, you know, it was one of those situations where I got the phone call from him. I kind of knew that it might be coming and knew that when it happened, I would have to drop everything and go and be on the very next flight, and that's what I did. Um, you know, got to the airport, got my ticket, you know, got on the plane. And uh, I'm sitting there and out comes, you know, up the aisle is this young lady. And uh, turns out she's going to be my, my roommate. And she, you know, kind of puts her stuff in the overhead bin and sits down. She's probably in her, I would guess, early 30s. Very, uh, you know, kind of st- sturdy, strong <laughs> beauty about her. Um, very Midwestern beauty. Um, and, uh, you know, so I'm sitting there, you know, we're waiting for takeoff, and, you know, the chit chat kind of begins to happen as it does. And uh, she asked me, you know, so, you know, where are you headed to? Um, headed to Washington, D.C. Oh, me too. Where are you headed out for? And, you know, I was like, well, you know, my dad, you know, has got the you know, congestive heart failure and I, I need to run out there and be with him and see what's going on. And she expressed her very heartfelt condolences. And, you know, so uh, I said, so, you know, what is it that, uh, what is it that you do? And uh, she says, well, I'm a farmer. Uh, and uh, I said, "Wow, really a farmer?" I, I uh, that would have been the last thing I would have guessed. She was you know, kind of demure. Was like, "Yeah, I know. Yeah, she's like, a, I own a hundred acres uh, in a small town in Iowa. You've never heard of it before. It's in the northwest corner of Iowa." I'm like, "Oh, just yeah. I lived in Iowa for a little bit. Tell me, just just give me the name." She gave me the name. Of course, I'd never heard of it. Uh, <laughs> 
And uh, I'm like, so, you know, what do you farm? And she said, well, actually, uh, a, a bunch of things. We were, uh, the 100 acres is actually uh, kind of part of 500 acres that my dad owns and he's given me this hundred acres to have for myself and uh and but we're kind of working together to experiment with organics on this on this uh hundred acres um you know we've never done organics before and last year was our first full crop of of organics and we tried you know stuff like alfalfa and and uh and sunflower but now we're gonna we're gonna expand uh, it out and 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 start doing some other things. And I'm like, wow, you know, that's just, you know, as someone who appreciates organic food and good, you know, sustainable farming practices and things like that, I, you know, kind of gave her kudos on that. And uh, you know, so we talked back and forth about this for a little while on flight. We're kind of. Uh, stopping in Milwaukee before continuing on to, to D.C., uh, changing planes. And um, and so the flight from here to Milwaukee is not that long. It's under an hour. And so we're chatting, and uh, you know, I said, wow, I just I don't know how you do it. I, I don't pretend to know everything there is to know about farming, but what I've read of it is, you know, number one, it's very, very hard. It's hard work. Um, you know, it is sun up to sundown, backbreaking labor. I also know that especially independent farmers like yourself are beset on all sides, whether it be diminishing returns, um, whether it be, you know, big agra kind of encroaching upon your your sales and your business. I would imagine that's true even in the organic space. As organic food becomes more and more popular, big companies are more and more interested in doing organics in themselves. Uh, organics being quotation marks, um, uh, and and get into that business. So I imagine too that the, even moving into that has been a little bit tricky for you. And you know, you got all this stuff. What what keeps you doing it? What what keeps you uh, being a farmer? And she said something that I think was one of the most important lessons I've ever learned. And her whole body language changed. And the tone of her voice changed. And she kind of even leaned a little bit closer to me as she said it. And she said, you've got to love the land. Not just the way it looks or, you know, the the idea of it. You really have to love it. Because... Most of your day is going to be spent digging in the land and getting the land all over you. She says, I, you know, I literally smell like most of the day because, you know, especially doing organics, we're using natural manure and I really do for a good portion of the year am covered head to toe in it. As I, you know, lay it down and it gets all over my clothes and it gets all over my shoes and it gets all over my hands and my arms and my skin. And I'm up to my neck all day in it. And I get home at the end of my day and I'm exhausted and I'm tired and I take 
two or three showers just to get the smell off of me, just so I can get a hug from my husband and kids, as they won't touch me after I've been out in the field all day. (laughs) And I collapse onto the bed at the end of the night, and I can't wait to get covered up to my neck and again. Because I love the land. And that... That, to me, is the way that we should feel about everything that we do. And if we don't, we shouldn't be doing it. If you want to find the thing that you that you should be doing with your life, ask yourself what you want to be covered up to your neck in. What you want to exhaust you and break you, yet still drive you out of bed every morning, excited to do all over again. Because if you're not doing that, if you're not doing that with your life, you're wasting time. Here's this young lady, and yeah, sure, she grew up on the farm. Her dad is a farmer. Her dad's dad was probably a farmer. It's in the family. It's in the blood, and I get that, and that's fine, and that's different. No, not really. Because I can tell you something I I, I think I know about this woman. I didn't ask her this, but I'm betting anything that if she didn't feel that way, she wouldn't be doing it. that she does it because of that. And here's the other thing, too. Her commitment to the land is equal to the land's commitment to her. That the more she loves it, the more love she will derive from it. The more she cares for it, the more it will care for her and for her family. Because along with the manure and the fertilizer and the seeds and the tilling and the digging and the harvesting, she's also pouring every ounce of her energy and every ounce of her love into it. And everything is that much better coming out of it. And, I mean, that's how I feel about words, right? That's why I write. Writing is oftentimes heartbreaking and frustrating, and you are absolutely convinced that this next thing you write will be the last thing you write. (laughs) That you'll never have anything this good ever again. And it's so much better than the last thing. And no matter how much people tell you that it's great and it's wonderful and it changed their lives, you are absolutely convinced that it sucks. You can find a million ways that it could have been better. But you just go on to the next one. And the reason you do and the reason I do is because I love the words. And just the way that she wanted to be 
you know, woke up out of bed excited to be covered up to her neck in the land. I wake up every day excited to be covered up to my neck in the words. And that you, Michael, I'm sure, despite you, you know, you go to your day job and do your thing and go throughout your day, you can't wait to get home at night to get covered up to your neck in the podcast, right? Exactly, exactly, 100%. Right, and that's what, that's what drives you and that's what makes you come alive. And in regards, like, to speaking from my perspective, so as somebody who doesn't get to cover themselves in the proverbial um, all day, <laughs> um, you know, it's about making sure that you take on as much of it as you can like you know i do as as much as i possibly can i work every hour i can possibly fit in to cover myself in it for as much time as i can give because that's what turns the the part-time into the full-time um you know giving as much as i can possibly give to this putting as many hours in as i can possibly fit is what's going to make this my full-time gig yeah, you know, I, I need to be prepared to sacrifice to make a lot of sacrifices, but in the knowing that making those sacrifices will make me a happier man in the long run, it's going to get me what I want. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and that's exactly the thing, right? Is that, um, yeah, you know, uh, the the farmer, by the way, was going out. She was she's part of an independent farmer, you know, collective or organization of some sort, and they take turns uh, every few months. Uh, they kind of draw names out of a hat to go uh, out to Washington D.C. to lobby, you know, to basically talk to their Congress people and things like that about the importance of independent farmers and you know the you know, pursuing and pushing the legislation and talking points that, you know, uh, uh, serve their cause and stuff like that. And her name had gotten pulled for the first time. And so she was going out to Washington, D.C. for the first time to do that. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm sure that she would have been, you know, as excited as she was to be able to get on a plane and go on a trip out to Washington, D.C. and talk to Congress people and all of that. The reason that she's doing that is so that she can continue doing the thing that she loves, right? That that's all part of getting to the thing that she loves. And the same way that the work that you do is simply all to get you to the place that you, that you can do what you love in a way that sustains you full time. Um, and I, I, it, I think that there are many people out there that have convinced themselves that they too can't be can't be the farmer that they have bills to pay or they have mortgages they've got to uh you know got to make sure that get covered and you know kids and all this stuff and so they need this regular 9 to 5 soul sucking job <clears throat> And they can't pursue their dreams. They can't do what they love to do. And I'm here to tell you that if it really is that thing that you want to be covered in, you'll find a way. And until you do, it probably isn't that thing you really want to be covered in. 
There you go. So. So yeah, that's my little mini message for for the day. You gotta you gotta love the land. And if you're not doing that with what you're currently doing, then why are you doing it? Get out of it. Find a way to do what you want to do. It's not easy. And I know that a lot of people will sit there and say it's not easy, and I know it's not easy. We all oh, know it's my. not easy. I know. But you've got you've got to try. If you don't try, you'll be stuck. I know it's not easy, but I'll tell you one thing. Um, I would much rather go to my grave knowing I tried and failed at the thing I love to do than to know that I suffered and succeeded at the thing I hated. Exactly. So, so folks, time's precious. Time is short. Love the land. Get covered in that thing that you want to get covered in. And with that, we'll chat later. We will. Cheers. Cheers.